Hi, everybody. I'm Carrie Bulimic, anorexic compulsive eater. Good to see so many familiar faces. Um, and I, um, I'm just glad to be here. I'm a little bit flustered because um, just got out of the car one minute before joining. So um, didn't have as much time to give this as much thought. So hopefully you'll hear something. And, and um, so just to qualify, I've been in the room since 2001. Um, I always kind of share this when I share, I came in right after September 11th. Uh, or right before September 11th, because I remember eating during that day um, at Lake Merritt. Um, and because that's what I did and know or knew how to do when things were really scary and hard. Um, so I have been, um, I had a, a three-year relapse um, and then got abstinent in 2006, um, right around the time that I got pregnant, which is part of my story with my first daughter. And um, I have had um, abstinence since with a bit of a slip um, or two and one more recently. Uh, but anyway, I will talk about what it was like, um, what it's like, what happened, what it's like now. Um, a lot of you guys know my story, but I'm going to share it for anybody that's listening to the recording. Um, I uh, went through some trauma as a kid, as I know a lot of us did, um, lost my mom and grandparents in the same six months. Um, my dad was very much unavailable. Um, and in that period of time, when I was around 12, uh, 12 ish, I um, turned to food. I was very uncomfortable in my skin and still to this day, sometimes have a lot of uncomfort in my skin, but um, I was very uncomfortable in my skin in terms of the way I looked, but also just how I was, um, you know, my experience in my home. And I got to experience my home just last week also, and the same feelings came up and thank God I'm not eating over it. But um, food was a way um, to get my father's attention. I think after many years of therapy, I've realized that I started binging and purging. Um, I learned about it in health class. Um, I told him right away, I was immediately put on a diet and um, that was a different time, um, but it was progressive for me as I know that many of you can relate to really quickly became binging and purging um, more regularly. And then when I hit college, um, I, I, I had a lot of more bulimia, but had a year of really serious anorexia. Um, but my core disease is definitely feels like the, the binging and purging is, is my, is the core. I, um, I couldn't binge without purging. I was binging all day long. I was eating, um, stealing food, eating, throwing up like 20 times a day. And at the time I had no money and, um, I was spending money that I didn't have on my credit card every day all the time. And I was thinking about reflecting and reflection is a little bit of a theme of my share tonight. Um, I remember the smells, the feel, the physical feeling of like the hang, like just the experience of like stuffing things down and rushing to the bathroom and just always feeling that sense of urgency around getting it, getting it in me and getting it out of me. Um, just constant. And um, I also thought this is a little bit repetitive for some of you, but I went to school two hours away from my home. It would take me six or seven hours to get home because I was just stopping and puking all, you know, on the side of the street, um, freeway, honestly. And um, babysat kids that I'm surprised they're still alive. Um, and 
just uh, was frankly very miserable. And I'm going to fast forward a little bit to um, what it was, what happened for me because um, part of my story is relapse. Um, I, well, I came to California, got abstinent really quickly, or I, my my roommate twelve stepped me into the program. I got abstinent pretty pretty quickly. Got a sponsor. Um, was going to meetings, was taking the bus, was getting rides, was walking, um, kind of do going to any lengths, um, and as they tell you to do. Uh, got on a food plan, and then very quickly I met my now ex husband. But then I, you know, all, all these things started happening. Met my, you know, future husband. Got into graduate school, and then basically stopped going to meetings and relapsed. So um, I think that if there's a message that I could say, like, I mean, the the meetings, I think just staying in the program was the biggest learning experience for me relative to my relapse. Um, got to LA uh, for graduate school, had no money, <laughs> was just really in my disease um, and struggling. But um, one thing That's somebody, fine. thank you. One thing somebody said was um, that, remind like I, I was still going to any lengths and still struggling um and then eventually I got abstinent again um and so I think um sorry I'm just gonna take a moment because I feel like I'm not being very clear uh so what happened for me though is in the time of my relapse I got married to um an addict and uh you know I thought just like for me, when I moved to California from the East Coast, that surely I would get abstinent, that if I married this man and that if we had a happy life together, that surely he would get abstinent too. And that didn't work that way. Um, but so, so what happened, like, so many of you know that um, I ended up, I'd been in a few hospital programs, but got abstinent right before um, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, who is now almost 16, which um, is crazy. She drove me to school this morning, to school as a, she has her permit now. Um, drove her to school, I should say. She drove herself to school. Um, and, um, you know, it was the first time that I uh, really had to, um, the first time both figuratively and literally, I realized it wasn't about me. Um, and I was really forced to take care of her, myself, um, but also take care of somebody else that was inside of me that I was, that I had an intimate relationship by way of her being inside of me, but that now I have an intimate relationship as her mother. And when I was thinking about this share um, tonight, I was thinking about growing up. The only thing I knew how to be intimate with was the food. Um, I didn't have a lot of that in my home and as I've gotten older and as I'm actually doing some sort of reflection right now on myself, um, I think so much of my story is really, really just um, not feeling um, desirable. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit in, in a second. Um, but I guess just to kind of fast forward a little bit because I could talk about all this. Um, I, I was lucky enough to get into recovery um, and started working with my sponsor, who's still my sponsor today. Um, and I was in a relationship, as many of you know, that was um, 
that I'm out of now that took me many years to get the courage to get out of. Um, but I think part of my story was always sort of still, even though I was abstinent from the food, still concerned about what other people thought, um, what, uh, what I appeared to be, because I wanted to feel sort of like people liked me, people liked how I looked, people thought I was a great um, mom, people thought I was a great worker. Um, but at the end of the day, I was struggling in an alcoholic marriage. Um, and what that meant for me is that I was maybe abstinent from the food, but I didn't have the clarity or the abstinence that I feel like I'm still working on every day um, to uh, sort of regain my own confidence. Um, so I think um, I'm just really struggling with how to, to share about this for some reason tonight. Um, I think, um, you know, what what happened for me was that I, I realized that I just really after like finally deciding about four or five years ago that I was finally going to get out of this abusive relationship was when I started to gain the ability, I think, to really look inside myself. And um, I was writing down a couple of notes before this. Um, and what I'm struggling, I guess the point is, is that I'm still in this place of constant um, learning, I guess. And particularly right now, um, I've been abstinent for some time, but I think um, I wasn't really, really truly willing to look inside, I think, until I got out of my marriage. And so what happened was we, I got out of the marriage. I dated a few guys. I dated somebody else um, for a long period of time. And now I'm sort of in this weird phase of maybe being on my own, maybe not. <laughs> I'm not sure. And so I have a lot of opportunity to reflect. And my um, experience recently is that while I'm abstinent with the food and not binging and purging, that I'm, I'm struggling with things like body image, what what am I doing other than driving my kids around? Um, work relationships. Um, thanks. Uncomfort uncomfortableness. Like right now in this very moment, my skin is crawling for some reason, and I don't. I think I'm just nervous, um, and I think that comes with feeling oftentimes like I'm uh, not good enough or desirable. And so where the program comes in for me right now is that. Like, for example, body image, body images means looking at myself at the mirror in the mirror 20 times a day, changing my clothes 10 times before I go out. And what I'm working on is I don't need to do that. When I wake up in the morning, I can put one outfit on and that's OK. And I can move on um, feeling uh, feeling like I, I mentioned relationships. I think I didn't know what it was like to have an intimate relationship at all. And I mentioned that I had one with this person, but I also find that I'm having it with my daughters. I didn't have a relationship with my dad in a way that um, was meaningful. And I have these two now young adults, I guess, they're, they're third, almost 14 and 16, that I have these really incredible relationships with that I can show up because A, I'm not in the food, um, but B, I'm also kind of feeling this need and willingness to look inside myself um, and 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 change, I guess. Um, and I, I think um, 
the reason I'm talking about willingness to change is because I was on a step, step study that I attend regularly on Tuesday, and we were talking about step six, and we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character and the um, the theme being, or the spiritual um, principle being willingness. And I'm saying this because um, while I'm not in the food right now, I am, I'm having a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff going on. And I guess I just wanted to show up and, and talk about that because I name all these things, body image, being middle-aged, my identity, my skin crawling, having some concerns about work or relationships, but somehow I'm not eating over it. Um, and I think that is a total miracle. <laughs> um, so I just um, wanted to show up and talk about what's actually real and on my mind right now. Um, I think that um, for me, um, I'm sort of in this place where I know um, I know that this program works and there's so many opportunities to work the program when I'm struggling with certain things. And I also know that there's so much opportunity to celebrate what's worked for me. Um, and I think um, I don't know why I'm struggling tonight so much. Um, so I just, uh, I think for me, um, what it's like now, I'll continue to talk about that, is that I work my, I call my sponsor three times a week um, at the at the least. I go to, two, I go to two meetings a week, need to go to more. Um, I sponsor and, um, you know, I've been starting to work the steps around body image I eat a food plan, three weighed and measured meals per day. Um, and that doesn't look perfect every day and that's okay. And so um, I think, you know, right now I'm in a place where um, I was told the other day that I'm a really negative person <laughs> about things. And so I'm trying to look at the opportunities to, look at what, what I can be grateful for and um, what's really working because um, I think what I, I think, um, gosh, I'm so, so sorry. I'm having a really hard time like articulating where I'm coming from tonight. So maybe this recording isn't worth posting, but um, I think I just um, want to say that uh, uh, right now, I am looking for the willingness to look deeper inside because I know I'm 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 just I'm so grateful for all the things that this program has given me, including um, abstinence for as many years as I have, and I have relationships with my children. Um, I happen to be really busy and on my own right now, and that's okay. It's a moment in time, and I know that it will pass. Um, I will just say that I went um, also and saw my father last week. And I think uh, it's caused me to kind of reflect on just everything um, because it's, I'll wrap up. I started my share with talking about how when I was 12 or 13 felt sort of um, like I was in a situation where um, I was felt undesirable, unloved and all this stuff. And I went and saw him and had an expectation that things would be um, 
it, it would be this really incredible experience of seeing my father. Um, and it was in some ways, and he is a lovely man, but um, my stepmother um, still to this day it was difficult. She, she packed my car for us to leave when we had to leave. And so there was just a lot of pain. And I guess I'm sharing this because I reverted back to being like 12 or 13 years old. Um, and I think that, uh, the, that what it taught me is that, um, you know, I'm, I still have those feelings. And I guess I bring that up because in the spirit of step six, I still have those feelings. I still have those defects. I still have those things that come up. I'm not eating over it. Um, but I, I feel like there's just this willingness right now to, to, to change my, what is the action that I can take to change, to feel good inside. Um, so I will wrap up. Um, I'm really grateful to see so many familiar faces and I know you guys aren't judging me. <laughs> so, um, and I hope that you got something out of it. My, um, I'm really, uh, glad to be here and thank you so much.